0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Easy Natural English with Liam, where I talk to you about all different kinds of topics in English that hopefully isn't too difficult to understand. And today I'm going to talk a bit about Chat GPT because everybody's been talking about this for a while now. Um, Actually, I kind of When I first heard about it, uh, I played around with it, and then I kind of forgot about it again, and then I realized, like, oh, people are actually still really (laughs) excited about this and talking about it, so I better talk about it too. Um, So ChatGPT, like I said, a lot of people are talking about it, so you probably already know what it is, but for those of you that don't know what it is, it is um, an online, uh, free-to-use, accessible to anyone Um, it is a, uh, yeah, AI, an artificial intelligence, uh, kind of chat machine (laughs) thing website. I don't know. Um, but anyway, this, um, this service, like I said, it's free. Anybody can use it. So if you haven't used it yet, you can go and have a look. Um, and a lot of people have been using it for different things. Um, you know, so it's, it's called Chat, you know, it's like a chat box, so you can chat with this AI bot. You know, you can say hello. Um, yeah, you can ask whatever you want. You can say, um, you know, what should I cook for dinner tonight? And then this AI bot will, might say something like, "Oh, I don't know. How about, how, you know, what's?" It often is quite logical, so it might say, "Well, what do you feel like eating?" And then if you say, "I don't know what I feel like eating," then it might say, "Well." Um, what have you been eating recently? And then if you say, oh, like pizza and burgers, then the chat bot might say, well, why don't you make something healthy or something? I think from what I've heard, I haven't tried it for that kind of thing. I haven't really had a chat with it. Um, But you can do all kinds of things. So you can do much more complicated stuff than that. You can ask it to help you with things. And that's what I've used it for. Um, Actually, I should probably use it And ask it for some ideas for podcast episodes because it's always hard to think of podcast episodes so maybe next time i might use it for that i might say hey give me some good topics for podcasts because that's basically what you can do you can just ask it to do stuff for you like that you can say um you know you can like if you need to write um something like if you need to write for example um this is what i used it for actually i was getting some ideas i needed to Um, because, you know, recently I've been job hunting. I needed to write um, some, uh, like, cover letters, usually what we say in English. Cover letter is is the piece of paper or the file that goes in front of your resume, in front of your CV, and it talks about the reason why you're applying for a job, and it talks about your skills and about why they should hire you, you know. So you say, like, Uh, you know, I am for example, if you this if this is the kind of person you are, you might say, you know, I am a systems engineer, I have been working in blah 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 company for three years, I have a master's in computer science and um you know, I blah 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 and from now on I want to do this kind of work, blah blah blah. So that's like a cover letter. So just to get some ideas, I asked ChatGPT to help me write a cover letter. So I went on to chat GPT and I said, um, you know, I have this experience. I have these qualifications. Um, please write me a cover letter for a job in in uh, this field. And uh, yeah, and then it will do it for you. So it's quite useful for that. One thing I would say is it's not, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to replace people. You know, we're not going to need uh writers anymore and we're not, not going to need uh you know journalists and things like that but from i mean maybe it will get better you know it's very new well i mean this kind of technology's been around for a while it's a, it's quite new to have it available to everybody um you know it might it might get really good but at the moment it's like everything it writes is very generic because All it can do is get ideas from other places, you know, so when you ask it to do something, it's getting ideas from the Internet, um, from previous models and versions, and it's mixing them up, you know, so it's making something original, but it's making something that's a mix of other things that have already been uh, written before. Um, And I don't know much about artificial intelligence and deep learning and all those things, But I feel like, um, you know, we can't really... I don't know. I don't know much about programming, but I don't think it's possible to create something that can create uh, original thought itself. I think all it can ever do is copy. Even if it copies lots of different things and it makes its own version of something, I think it would be pretty hard to ever have AI that can be truly creative. So I feel like it's always going to be easy to recognize what's written by AI, you know, because some people were saying, oh, you know, children at school might start using this to write their essays. And, you know, that creates problems for the teachers. And of course it does. But I think it's going to be easy for teachers to recognize what is written by AI. They're going to start being able to tell, Um, you know, like when we first got Photoshop, when people first started using Photoshop, and a lot of people said, "Oh my God, we, you know, we we don't have any like evidence of anything anymore because we used to be able to trust a photograph. You know, if someone showed you a photograph, you knew it was real. Um, now we have Photoshop, we don't know what's real anymore." But what quickly happened is we all learn to recognize photoshopped photographs. Like they just kind of have a certain look to them, and we can usually recognize when something's been photoshopped. And even if we can't, we just know that Photoshop exists. So we know we need to be careful about trusting photographs. We just know that now. So there's no danger. We're all kind of used to that now. You know, and then not so long ago, they start creating these deep fakes, you know, where it's like um, they can like recreate, for example, a celebrity or something like there's a lot of Tom Cruise deep fakes for some reason. A lot of people want to do deep fakes of Tom Cruise. You know, and they make it look like it's Tom Cruise doing something. But again, it's like very easy to recognize when something is a deep fake. Like it does look very real, but we can also, you know, once we got used to it, we're like, oh, okay, I can I can kind of see what's real. There's something just a little bit wrong about it. You can see when something's a deep fake. Um, Also, you can just tell like, "Mm, yeah, that person wouldn't do that. So it's just obviously not really them. Um, so yeah, and I think it's the same with this chat GPT thing. I think teachers will very quickly start to learn what AI written essays look like. Um, personally, like I feel like I can kind of see it already and I haven't even seen that many examples because whenever I see something written by chat GPT, it always just looks very generic. Um, it's never very interesting or creative. So when I used it, to write some things for myself you know i had to change them a lot to make it interesting to make it original because i thought this is just so generic it's so standard um anybody you know this is just like yeah it looks like an it looks like an example of something it doesn't look like a, a real version of something so um yeah i'm not too worried about that but anyway i guess we'll see so it's new technology probably a bunch of you have used it already um, you know, it looks like it's useful for some things, but personally, I kind of played around with it for a while. And then I just went back to using Google because I think, yeah, I mean, Google is generally a bit worried about chat GPT. Like I think Google's making their own version now because, you know, they'll probably lose some of their, um, like not customers, their users. They might use some of their users who search everything on Google. People might start asking chat, chat GPT for answers instead of going to Google, so Google's making their own version. I think it's called BARD. Um, so obviously it's a big deal if Google, you know, this huge company is worried. But personally, I still like Google. Maybe I'm just a, an old man, but I like using Google. Um, because when I use Google, I can see where the information is coming from. When you ask ChatGPT for information, you don't know where it got the information from. Because like I said, it's just gathering information from other places. But you don't know where it's from. So you don't know if it's reliable or... You know, you don't know if it's come from some like right-wing media source like Fox News or something that can't be trusted. You know, you don't know where I got the information from. But when I search Google, I can see which websites they are, and I know that website, and I know okay, that's a pretty trustworthy website. So yeah, personally I still uh would rather use Google. So anyway, thank you all very much for listening. Um if you'd like to improve your speaking, your pronunciation, even your listening skills, just your English in general then uh, check out my app it's available on iphones there's a link for that in the description of the podcast and you can use it for free for a month and you can see what it's like and you'll probably realize wow this is great and you'll realize your english is improving really quickly and you'll probably want to keep using it so check that out there is a link uh, right at the top of all the links in the description of the podcast so thank you all very much and i'll see you back here next time